Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tony Time podcast. On today's episode, I'm talking to the lovely Lucy and John about their very, very creative boho-themed wedding. Now, they're making some incredible floral installations, including using a cherry picker to put them on the ceiling. They also have some very creative ideas for their wedding food. Now Lucy's Instagram feed is absolutely incredible and a great source of inspiration if you are currently planning a boho themed wedding. John, welcome to the podcast. It's so nice to have you both on chatting with me today. Fab, thank you very much for having <laughs> us. It's lovely to be here. So. That's all right. Um, we were so excited when you asked us. So we love, yeah, we love talking about our wedding, um, and it's really helping us to get through lockdown. So it's so nice to be on chatting about chatting away. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I think I'm going to start by saying like I contacted you because your Instagram feed is amazing. It's like picture perfect. Pop underscore the underscore champers. Yeah. And if you are looking for a boho ethereal wedding theme, you should definitely take a look because I do think it's absolutely awesome. And that's why I contacted you. Um, so you guys, let's let's hear about how you guys met. Yeah, so we actually met online, um, so pretty typical these days. John claims that I he contacted me and I ignored him, um, and, we, yeah. <laughs> and we could have had a chance of happiness much sooner, and I ruined that, is, is his claim. Um, is that yeah. true? Yeah, very true. I is it? Remember, I yeah. don't remember it. <laughs> so we met on Plenty of Fish. I'm not sure whether that's still a um, dating site these days. Um, so yeah, so we met on there. So John had a witty uh, profile that actually was written by his best friend. Uh, so that was cheating for a start. Well, then um, technically you're falling for his own best mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope he's not best man. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I did use my own pictures. Yeah, oh, that's good. No catfish. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we we met on Plenty of Fish and we, how long did, we probably didn't talk for that long really. We were talking for like three days and then I asked her for a number and then yeah. said, come on, let's go on a date. Yeah, so we, yeah. yeah, and then, um, so we went on a, we went on our first date. So I lived in Derbyshire and John was in Manchester then. So we yeah. met up in Manchester and yeah, went on the first date, which when I'm, when I first got off the train, John was waiting for me at the end of the platform oh. and he had a, yeah, and he had a fringe that looks like Simon from the in between us. And <laughs> <laughs> just remember. like picture it. Is that the one where it's got like a fringe that comes down like a comb? No, it's the opposite no, it's way. Oh, it, got, <laughs> it goes up. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I remember, and he had a boat shirt on and chinos. And I remember, I just remember thinking, oh, oh dear. <laughs> that was like my first impression. And then um, yeah, we had an amazing date, didn't we? So I think it's fair to say that we had a lot to drink. Um, he ended up flicking the pizza that he'd ordered like over the table at me by an accident. I think that's what I do. I'm so clumsy. 
<laughs> we yeah. were the only people in the restaurant though, so it was quite it nice. Was it was like our own little <laughs> private dining. You should, yeah, you should have said that you hired it out for her, John. Well, no, Lucy did all the um, reservations. <laughs> I left it to her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we had our first day and then that was lovely. We, yeah, we got way too drunk, didn't we? But, yeah, it was fabulous. And... Um, I yeah. asked her out on a second date within half an hour of meeting her. Yeah, he was he was a keen bean, a very ah. keen bean. Yeah, but we ended up and then we ended up like just going on more dates, didn't we? And then and then essentially I think we moved in together just without even talking about it. Like about about six weeks in, would you say? probably not even that <laughs> yeah about six weeks in I just ended up moving into John's studio flat it was just because I was always there and then, yeah then just went from there really and that was it that was history where I lived at the time Lucy actually lived about a mile down the road before she moved back to her mum and dad's oh really and we'd been to the same places to the same theatre productions on our own as well yeah um, oh, and we were sat quite a bit we weren't like close together but yeah you could have seen each other from where we were sat so oh yeah. gosh I bet that feels that, a bit crazy doesn't it yeah yeah and then it's really weird because two of our well our best friends my best friend joe and john's best friend emma they both work together so they oh. yeah, well, obviously we met through the internet but then we had Did they like, know each best- other then yeah, they knew oh, each right. other, which was so weird. So, yeah, it was really, really strange, wasn't it? Um, but, yeah, so and then, yeah, that's it really, isn't it? And then we just uh, were inseparable and we spent, like, all the time together then, didn't we? We ended up in a studio flat for, what, nearly two years and I lived out of a suitcase. That's dedication, that. I know. It just, it just happened, though, didn't it? Like, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. We just ended up spending all of our time together. And, it, yeah, it just kind of happened. She'd ring me on her way home from work. What are you up to? I'm just cooking dinner. All right, I'll be here in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, OK. <laughs> yeah, I don't like cooking. So if there's always if there's food on offer, I'm there. <laughs> I think I'm like that. Love food. With pizza as well. Uh, so you guys then ended up getting engaged in September 2018. Yes. Was that yeah, a romantic that's... proposal? Yeah, it was such a oh, lovely. So. Yeah, it was such a lovely proposal. So, um, John, the one contribution that I do have, so I don't do any of the cooking chores or anything. I do all the working, but I do drive. So John doesn't drive. So I'm John's chauffeur. <laughs> <laughs> which he makes the most of yeah we but we got engaged didn't we at yeah South Stat Lighthouse in Hollyhead so John said that he was taking me away for the weekend um, and he gave me the well he gave me the postcode and then directed me gave me the postcode of where we were going on the actual way there because we were going to Bodmin Garden in just outside of Conway but yeah. it, it got rained off right. yeah so I, I'd made a picnic Oh. yeah so well we end so we ended up on the first day we went away for the weekend and we ended up on the first day just sat in the car eating the sandwiches whilst it rained <laughs> out and then we had the hot chocolate in the, the national trust cafe when it stopped oh. yeah and then we got to the hotel and um, we were going into uh, we stayed in like the quayside at conway and then we were going into conway that evening for some dinner and john was like come on let's walk along the like the sea path 
and I was like, yeah, and I was like, absolutely not. Like, it's raining. I want to get a taxi. And he, like, he forced me to walk. I have to say it wasn't raining at the time. I think it was. <laughs> that was where the dispute came from. And, um, like, halfway through, it was that wet that my jeans were stuck to my legs, you know, oh, like, when everything yeah. is clinging to you. And I think I started to cry ugly tears because I was so angry that I was, like, having, <laughs> having to do this walk. And I was safe. And then when we got to the end, so into Conway for our dinner, this like amazing rainbow appeared. Um, this is so cheesy, but yeah, this amazing rainbow appeared. And then um, John started crying, started crying. And I was like, what are you crying at? And he was like, oh, there's just an amazing rainbow over there. And this was the night before it happened. So I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> being, I have to say being though, a bit weird. Uh, I'd been given the go-ahead to move to Nottingham, which Lucy was already in Nottingham at the time. Yeah. They're literally days before. And I'd been told by some of my family members that I should be house hunting, yeah. not going away for a weekend. Because yeah. little did they know what I was up to either. Yeah. There was only two people that knew, and that was Lucy's mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so they tried to, to convince him, didn't didn't yeah. they, not to go on this weekend away, and you had to convince them that you were going. Well, not convince them, but you were like adamant that you were yeah. going, yeah. weren't you? And then the actual engagement. So John gave me another postcode, um, and then directed me to Southstack Lighthouse, which yeah. is in Hollyhead. Um, and we like the first thing that I saw was the RSPCA. So the RSPB. Oh, sorry. But there was questions <laughs> along the way because obviously. Holyhead's famous for going to Dublin on a yeah. boat. Yeah. Um, oh, we're going to Dublin. Yeah, I no. thought, are we getting on the ferry? And then I saw the RSPB sign. RSPB. Yeah. And I was, and I said, are we going bird watching? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like really alarmed. You had to park in their car park, though, for South Stack Lighthouse. Yeah. Um, and then John said, um, oh no, we're going to the lighthouse. So then the lighthouse has famously got like four or 500 stairs down to it. Um, and halfway down, um, we sat on a bench and then John proposed oh, um yeah yeah so he asked me to marry him and then um freakily we 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 have seven as our number yeah so we met on the seventh of the month so we got together properly on the seventh of the month yeah and then I said to her I'm really sorry there's no sevens involved <laughs> today yeah. and she said turn around and there was a massive seven graffiti on the wall behind no me way. it was yeah, it was so weird. It was like, and it was like it was meant to be. And John had never been, had you? No. So you were like, he didn't know. It just happened to be in the How spot. Crazy. I know, oh. and then um, a passerby came by, didn't he? Um, and like a tourist, and we said, "Oh, excuse me, can you take a picture?" Yeah. And he took our picture, and then he went, didn't he? And then, a, and then a few minutes later, he came back up, and he was like, "This is such a nice moment. Can I take a photo of you on my camera?" Oh, how <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then there was a, a big lighthouse man, lighthouse guard, whatever you call them. Yeah. We went on the tour, um, didn't we? We went on the tour. We went up to the top of the lighthouse and then we asked another couple, would you mind just taking our photo? We've just got engaged and we want yeah. it as a memory. And then the, the lighthouse keeper, that's the word I wondered, <laughs> um, he deep North Welsh man, and he sounded just like Rod Gilbert. <laughs> and he yoked down to the man and said, you'd never believe it. There's a couple just got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah. accent. <laughs> yeah, he's good at 
his accent. <laughs> and then really crazily, um, if this story sounds like we're making it up. <laughs> Oh, it's that ridiculous but a climber had fallen off the cliff oh, so like yeah so below the lighthouse there was like a whole rescue operation going on um so we're all looking out the lighthouse going what's going on yeah we were like, wondered what was happening um it was crazy and then eventually we got back up to like the information place and we were like oh we've just got engaged and they said god it's been a crazy day they were like we've got the climber that's fallen off with the helicopter and a doctor that's come out of it and then someone's just gone into labor as well and now you're engaged no way. <laughs> yeah Jeez. and then um, yeah and then John admitted that um so just before we met and very quickly into our relationship we lost like all of our grandmas didn't we so um I lost mine just before I met John and then um yours happened didn't it about six months after being together uh, and um John said the so the rainbow the day before this is really cheesy <laughs> but he was like and he said the reason that I got so emotional about the rainbow is like because I just felt like the people that aren't here were almost giving me their like approval yeah their approval so yeah so it was a bit of a crazy 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 engagement wasn't it but it felt like so many things were right it was just so lovely first time I splashed out 15 pound on a glass of wine (laughs) (laughs) the Yorkshireman (laughs) they've got long pockets haven't the Yorkshireman (laughs) yeah very long pockets I'm quite good with my money Uh, yeah is it yeah, as in you look after it, yeah. keep it to yourself. <laughs> so when you guys got engaged, did you sort of start planning straight away or did you just kind of enjoy the engagement process? To be fair, we we talked about weddings before, so we, we knew what we wanted. Yeah. But we didn't do anything. In... We, we just had this long pause and phoned everyone from the RSPB car park. Yeah. yeah. And oh. then, yeah, we, we didn't, yeah, we didn't do anything straight away. So we were really, really social, are we? We didn't sink in straight away, though, did it? No, and I think we're so social that um, the first thought was let's have an engagement party. Mm. <laughs> so any excuse for a party. Why so. not? I know so we got planning that and we had that really quickly didn't we so did we have that in the October we had that in the October um at my mum and dad's house so we had that really quickly and then we kind of just enjoyed the engagement didn't we well we we were in the well I was in the process of moving to Nottingham so everything was just kind of like I was leaving my job in in Manchester to come to the job I do now in Nottingham yeah we like to do everything all at once that's why we decided to renovate a house and plan a wedding at I think do you know I think a lot of people do that and I don't know why it's like we're getting married let's buy a house <laughs> yeah we're, we're crazy we're crazy we're, we're so. gonna buy a house after the wedding with no plan of buying a house at all this year no it's weird how things happen isn't it you guys got engaged in the September of 2018 and then had your engagement party in October and then I'm yeah. presuming like next on everyone's list is a venue because you can't really do much without a venue. And I know you guys like spent quite a bit of time like venue shopping, if that's even a thing. So let's talk about your venue shopping. Yeah, definitely. So we um, knew that we had a lot of guests. So I think probably one of the, the things to work out first is how many people you need to fit 
fit into the space um and what what your compromise is with that which is always really hard because there's a lot of politics Mm. Um, but I think if you can work out the size of your party and that really helps you to understand so we um started I guess started on on the internet like everyone does just this was probably before I had Instagram and we just started looking at lots of different venues um, and emailing lots of different people did you know which county you wanted to get married in? Well, originally we weren't going to get married in in England. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I think I think you start off, don't you, like being a bit delusional. Um, I think before you start thinking about, well, actually understanding what any of the costs are, yeah, you have like the grandest of plans. So we were like, yeah, we'll get married abroad, and then I think like as reality struck and we realised like the the people that we wanted and budget as well we were just like I don't don't think it's feasible so yeah. um we started looking and in England dad said see us get married in a charity shop <laughs> <laughs> yeah well our dad likes to see pennies so yeah so we got we essentially we got looking and um yeah it was really tough initially we were like right we'll get married in Cornwall or we want to get married by a beach like we weren't yeah. bothered where we got married we just wanted somewhere that had lovely scenery didn't we um so actually we started having a look in Cornwall wall and we started having a look at lots of different venues and some of the um to be really honest some of the costs that were coming back we were just like oh my gosh we were like no yeah. way we were just like if that's the base price before we've added any of the extras mm. on we were just like it's so expensive so we really had to do a lot of research um so we, we even started looking at village halls at one point which was yeah. absolutely crazy but we were just like what can we like what can we get within budget but that's really cool and really suits just suits what we want but to add you guys wanted like did you narrow down your guests to about 150 people so you yeah. wanted like a lot of people as well, which I think does kind of determine like what sort of venue you have, I guess. Did you have like a style of venue in mind or were you kind of just like open to ideas? I think the main thing that we had um, our sites pinned on was an outdoor ceremony. Yeah. So that really is what what we were looking for so we it had to be able to accommodate like an outdoor ceremony and we wanted it to be all like be all within one place as well Mm. one location so that was kind of like one of the key things wasn't it that we were looking for as part of the venue yeah so yeah we did lots of searching lots of back and forth and how we actually ended up coming across the venue was just it was a day at the pub really yeah, so I'd done loads of emailing. We'd had a look, haven't we, at loads of different places and we hadn't found anything that worked. And then I went out with my friend and um, my friend Joe, and she said to me, she was like, Lucy, I once went to this wedding and it, it's near where we grew up in New Mills um, and it's a, like a, just a barn. Um, and she'd mentioned it previously, but oh, she, she me- just dismissed. Yeah, I just dismissed it because she'd made it sound like... Um, like this wedding she'd been to like he just went and asked a random farmer if they could use his yeah. land and I was just like I was like no that there'll be nothing like that that we can use and then we went to the pub and she said to me again Lucy have yeah have a look at it and I googled it and I was like oh it's actually a wedding venue <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, um, so I, I rang like that day, my dad had actually had a heart attack at the time and he was in hospital. Oh. Yeah. And, um, I rang the venue and I was like, can I come tomorrow? Cause I, cause we'd moved to Nottingham by this point. Yeah. Um, and I, and I was staying at my friend's, which wasn't too far away. And I said, Oh, can we come tomorrow? And she said, yeah, that's not a problem. And I rang my mum and I was like, Oh, should I ring mum? Because I was like, she's got so much going on. I said, I was thinking, you know, it'll cheer her up. So I said, mum, I've got an appointment to go and see the this barn um, in Thornset, which is near where I grew up. And yeah. um, do you want to come and look at it? And she said, yeah, let me have a think. Um, and then my dad said to her, yeah, go and have a look at it. Sue. So mum and I went. It was I so did. windy. So you didn't go the first time, did. did you? Yeah, because we'd all been out with Joe and Sam. Oh, yeah, John. Oh, I forgot that John. <laughs> <laughs> Poor John. Oh, John just gets pushed in the corner. Again. John, get back to the sideline. <laughs> it's not your wedding. <laughs> yeah, so essentially we went to have a look at it and we met Mum and it was the windiest day, wasn't it? It was so windy and so cold, but it was amazing. And so the, um, the owner of the barn was really hungover as well. So was like, oh, really? This is this. Yeah, she'd had a big festival festival the day before so um but she was lovely and um yeah they're essentially set in the the peak districts like the the hills around the venue yeah around the farm is just absolutely stunning so we knew it would be perfect for our outdoor ceremony and then it's actually our reception is a cow shed so in the winter it actually has animals really yeah and then she converts it into like a a wedding venue in the summer which we loved because it's just so industrial yeah it could hold a capacity of up to 200 people that's all Lucy's friends again yeah Yeah. and I think one (laughs) of the main things is for us is that we wanted to truly make the wedding exactly how we wanted it so I know you mentioned my Instagram before and I've like got a real vision for how I want everything to be so it literally was an empty space and I knew that I could build it and make it into what I wanted rather yeah. than getting a venue where I was kind of forced into a look yeah, or a certain I package that. I think that's like so nice when it comes to like DIY weddings I think when you have a blank canvas but you do need like the creative like visual side to like put it all together which I know that you clearly do especially looking at your Instagram page so you've booked the venue and I think we should talk about the wedding installations that you're having which basically means your ceiling arrangements and like I know you've been posting a lot of like I don't want to call them archways but like round there's a better word for them oh yeah like well moon gates yeah I think yeah describes it really well moon gates are they called yeah, moon gates. Um, they're the, the big circular ones, then mm. the other ones are just arches. So, yeah, I think with the venue that we chose, it just it really gives you that opportunity to design the whole space and yeah. make it exactly what you wanted. So yeah. one thing that really struck me when we went to visit it was how high, because it's like a big barn, a big yeah. cow shed, there's really high ceilings. Yeah, um, yeah. And actually, the um, owner of the farm, the first thing she said to me was, on the Monday, so we get the venue from the Monday to the Friday for a Saturday wedding. So we've got five days to set up. And she said, oh, on the Monday, you can have the cherry picker. We'll come with the cherry picker and we'll put everything um, installed. And I was like, okay, that was it then. I like my dreams just started flowing. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of from the ceiling, there's quite a lot of space to 
to fill. So I'm absolutely obsessed with Pampas grass. So um, I started, well, Instagram and I'd say Pinterest as well has been one of my main sources of inspiration. And I just fell in love with Pampas grass. So my ambition for that space is to do big Pampas grass chandeliers, so big Pampas grass spheres, and then also as well um, foliage chandeliers as well. Um, So, yeah, I think it's going to look fabulous and and really fill that space well we need to talk about how you're actually going to do this because you're going to do this like all by yourself or I know you you said your dad's going to be helping you build the like materials to hang these things from yeah so they have a metal bars along the roof of the the barn yeah um, that you can just hook essentially hook things to that um so we're probably going to have it on like a very thick rope or maybe even a chain and then essentially go going to have oasis in the middle um so oasis will allow us to put all of the pampas grass um into the oasis in the center and then make it into a sphere so one thing that i think is really important if you're doing diy is making sure that you trial things oh um, definitely yeah yeah, before you get close. So um, as soon as me and mum are reunited out of lockdown, then we've got quite a lot of things that we need to start building and trialling. Um, but yeah, my dad was an engineer, so he is on hand to make everything practical so yeah. that it actually, actually works. And I know you're saying about doing all the installations yourself. Is your mum a florist or was she a florist? Or? No. Are you guys just no. No, creative so then? Yeah, I think we're both really creative. So I feel like I don't get to harness my creativity in my day-to-day job. So I feel like this is my dream thing um, to kind of have a project to plan and then bring it all to life. So, yeah, essentially I've just got the ideas off Pinterest and through Instagram. uh, And then I just know that with the help of my dad and my mum, we'll be able to bring it all to life. Oh, yeah, and John's mum and dad. (laughs) We'll be able to bring it all to life. Yeah. Are you quite practical as well, John? No, I'm more creative. <laughs> more creative. So will you be there, like, popping the floral arrangements together as well? No, um... I'll be probably photographing it all. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think my it's my dad, really. I think that's what's really, really helping us because, like, we're having a moon gate as well for our ceremony um, outdoors. So my dad is going to build the full moon gate that's crazy like, I didn't even realize the moon gate was like the circular sort of a full circle archway if you will I didn't even realize they were called moon gates yeah they do look amazing and I know they are becoming quite popular yeah pretty. did you find that you were finding all your inspiration on Pinterest and then looking for ideas on Instagram or did you find you just kind of searching both uh, I would say that I've used more recently, I've used Instagram a lot. Um, so I love using hashtags and they're, like, there's such a good community on there and so many brides that they are posting so much inspiration yeah. that you see things and you're just like, wow, I want to I want to do that. I want to incorporate that. Yeah. So Instagram, I'd say, has been really good. And then also Pinterest. But well, I think one of the good things about Instagram is that I will post either on my stories or on my page to say, this is what I want to create. Can you let me know someone that can do that for things that aren't going to be DIY? Yeah. And then people will comment. Um, so some of the suppliers that have been amazing, there's some suppliers that are my my suppliers, are suppliers, um, and there's my. others that aren't. <laughs> and they, I feel like they're so invited. Yeah, 
I feel like they're um, so involved in our wedding because they've followed every step of the, the yeah. way constantly sending me messages say, saying um, look for this person or look for this supplier or yeah. look here and that's really really helped me with my planning and ideas you with your planning <laughs> I think also we went to one of our friends wedding and weddings in the south of France two years ago and she had a date with pampas grass and yeah. I think and alarm bells to Lucy thinking like, alarm yeah. Yeah, well, you know, like bells thinking I could have that and that's the kind of thing I want. Yeah. We, had, yeah, we had a year of like six weddings, didn't we? Yeah. And, you know, like they were all so lovely. But do you know when you go and they're all lovely, but you start to think, hmm, actually, I like that or I don't like that. Yeah. And that I think that really guided us, didn't it, but in terms of what we did and didn't want. Different weddings that you could, uh, you could go to, yeah. just one, one, one exchange to another. Yeah. yeah, they were different. Yeah. I think that's with DIY weddings. You can sort of like it gives you that free reign of creativity where you can you can literally just like pick and choose what you do or what you don't want. And sometimes it probably is easier to realise what you don't want rather than what you do want. Yeah, definitely. I think we did the weddings and um, it helped us to be really clear on what we wanted our day to be. So. Yeah. We just wanted it to be a big party. We didn't like. We don't want it to be that traditional. We do have traditional um, things in the day, but a lot of it, we just wanted it to be like really a, celebration. a big celebration and a yeah. big wow factor. Something that's really, really different. So there's quite a few things that we're doing that we think are quite different, aren't there? Um, and we feel like we'll make it really special. Yeah. And then I know that I commented on this picture on your Instagram because I'm a bit of a foodie as well, but let's talk about your wedding food because it looks amazing and it looks like something. Like when I originally saw it, I was like, oh, it looks like something you would have when you're abroad, like if you're in like Italy or something and you're having like big like sharing platters down the middle of the table. So how did that idea come about? Yeah, definitely. So I think, well, initially, I think we thought, wow, we've got 150 guests to feed yeah. for the day and for the night. Yeah. And we were like, how are we going to do that within, again, I think budget has been key for us, hasn't it? Like making sure that we can stick within budget. So um, we were like, well, we need something different than a three-course wedding breakfast. Yeah. But I was, I said to John, but I am not having any, anything like a fried buffet. I was like, I want <laughs> <laughs> fried like, buffet <laughs> yeah, you know like a beige buffet <laughs> oh yeah do you know what? I do love a beige buffet but you know, I know what you mean you can't really have one as your wedding breakfast can you just I'm imagine not, yeah. a fried egg then for some reason <laughs> yeah. John at one point was like let's have jacket potatoes I was like absolutely not no. I was like not happening I did one pie and mash yeah, so um, so yeah, so we knew that we had to be quite creative, but I was really firm on making sure that it was still amazing and it and it was a real wow factor, yeah. even though having a traditional free course. So I just started googling, and all of a sudden I came across the grazing table trend, um, which I think has come from Australia, and like the pictures that I saw, I was just like, oh my gosh, these! Mm. I, I just wanted to eat everything. Yeah. I was like, it incredible and I think like one of the key things with it is obviously the food's important but the design that you can like the design that you can do with food and the florals that you can actually weave into it yeah uh, I was just like I just it got me straight away and I was like that is what I want 
that, yeah, the whole, I think the whole way through, we've wanted things to be different. Well, we want, oh wow. Yeah, we yeah. just want, we want people to come and it not to be what they expect because people go to so many weddings and, and for us, like the wedding day is about us, but it's about a celebration with our friends and family yeah. as well. And actually, we want it to be about them enjoying it as much as we do. So, yeah, we just wanted to create something really, really different. So when we saw the grazing tables, we knew that's what we wanted. We want our friends to go home thinking, wow, that was some some food. Yeah. Well, as yeah. well, I think it gets everyone talking because it's there in the middle of the table. It sort of like encourages conversation across the table. Are you guys having like long tables, like banqueting style? Well, they're, they're going to be long, like tables that hold about 10. So they're going to yeah. be rectangular tables. Yeah, so. long, they're going to be like long benches. So, yeah. yeah, the food, we are, there are centrepieces that I'm making as well out of very tall pampas grass centrepieces. But actually, the centrepiece of our table and the wow factor when people come into the venue is going to be all of that food with the florals around it laid out. Oh, lovely. John calls it Yorkshire tapas, and I always call it a party tea. Um, <laughs> and it's one of our favourite things to have, isn't it? Like a selection of goodies. When, when so. she says party tea, though, these are things that we did when we were younger. That it's funny that it's things like this we've both got in common. Yeah, we called it a party tea. We call I can't. We called it like a like a carpet tea because a carpet on, tea. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that. That's brilliant, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I went to a wedding a few years ago as a photographer. And, Are you a um, photographer? I am. Oh, <laughs> how's that come up already? I should have twigged. Are you a wedding photographer then? It's a, it's a little hobby, yeah. Oh, nice. We'll have to yeah. talk tips after. Well, you could probably give me some tips. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been to this wedding and the, the evening food was pork pies and cheeses and yeah. And I'd never seen that at a wedding before. And my mum said to me, oh, it's Yorkshire tapas. I, I, I don't I understand don't, that now. Yeah, I just think everyone loves, don't they, that kind of yeah. thing. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head before when you said about sharing. Like, I think people will, t- like, really talk about it. And I think it will really bring people together as they indulge oh, in this, definitely. like, sharing part of the length of the table. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it's, like, my favourite tea. I do love a beige buffet as well, to be fair. I'm a favourite yeah. cheese pizza, so <laughs> probably yeah, I mean, quite easy I, to please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do like a beige buffet. I'm just not sure. It would be, <laughs> yeah, would it can be you imagine? Good. Sausage yeah, rolls and pork pies for everyone. <laughs> You're welcome. Cheese toasties. Yeah. A bit of a cheese yeah. addict as well, to be fair. Yeah, well, yeah we, we are. We decided everyone needed a bit of carb by that point, so oh, yeah. we've got um, a to- like a toasty stall and uh, halloumi fries. Oh my god, that sounds like the dream. Yeah, oh. so that'll be a bit of beige buffet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't beat it though, can you? You're right though. By that point, everyone's everyone's kind of like a bit up for it, aren't they? Really, you need, you need to soak up a bit, don't you, so you can get going again for a second wind. Definitely. People always ask me what would I have for my last supper, and they always say oh, I'd have a ham and cheese baguette, and they're like, "Are you re- are you real? Are you for real?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's my favourite thing." So I was like, "We're definitely having toasties at the wedding." Oh, yeah. I couldn't have that. That was a last supper for my evening food. <laughs> what would you choose as your last supper, John? Sweet and sour chicken balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, nice. Good choice. And then the last thing I want to talk to you guys about, which, sorry, this is a bit for Lucy, is your wedding dress, Lucy, because I know that you, well, from what I've seen on your Instagram, you, you're kind of a bit fascinated with a different style of wedding dress. And I don't mean that by like a different color or anything, but you want some fancy sleeves. And I just think, oh, yeah, that's so nice. And then I was reading like your post about it and you were saying that your mum had something similar. And I think it's quite nice that you've sort of maybe, maybe you are, you maybe you're not, I don't know. Don't tell us too much because obviously I know you want to keep that a bit private, but I just thought it was so nice that you kind of bringing back family tradition, say, by going for something similar maybe to what your mum had. Yeah, definitely. So my mum got married in the 70s, so she had these amazing flared sleeves. They were just incredible. So they they were quite tight down to like the elbow and then just flared out. Mm. Um, And I always remember seeing that wedding dress when I was younger and even in more recent years. um, And I just thought it was fabulous. And actually, I think probably like say 10 years ago you would never ever have thought to have that style but now I feel like I feel like the traditional wedding is just we're getting further and further away from it which for me is amazing because I just feel like it it isn't really me so um, I feel like it it means that you can be more free in in what you want to do so I was obsessed I became obsessed with these sleeves and I was like I need to have statement sleeves on my dress like that is that I want to have and I want it to be like in keeping with um the same kind of thing that my mum had so yeah I've just been absolutely obsessed over finding finding um like different designers and different shops where I could start looking to get a dress that I guess is just really unique and really different did you find that process hard or did you kind of have to look online to see which dress shops stocked that particular designer that might have those sort of like sleeves or did you find it quite easy to do that to be fair it's all down to Instagram again because that is where I found yeah specific designers or even shops that I know would I can walk into and I'll be able to find what I want yeah yeah it's all down to Instagram like I keep my eye on things and I look at their page and I and I've just found the style through their page and then I've been like right that is where I want to go oh fab I love how Instagram is becoming so use like so useful to people because I bet five years ago maybe a bit longer you, you wouldn't have had like the directory that Instagram now is I wouldn't say oh no definitely not like it's absolutely amazing when I like when I joined to do my blog I honestly thought I thought that I would be on my own which yeah. was completely naive but at the same time I'm so glad that I wasn't because like little did I know that I was going to be greeted by like thousands of other brides to be yeah on the same journey and actually that's been such a big part of my wedding planning which sounds crazy because these are all people that I don't know but actually I've made such a connection with but they've really really helped me to make some some key decisions and I think to help you feel okay about where you're up to with your wedding planning journey as well so I've got so much inspiration from things that they've posted and even wedding suppliers like that's where I found a lot of my wedding suppliers as well through Instagram yeah. um, I think the visual element allows you to go on and straight away you're like I love that and and then you know um and then you can and then I think you can also build really good connections so I've built connections as well with suppliers on there and that's made me think actually now I want you to be my supplier because you've been so helpful yeah that's so nice um and lastly what what are you guys most looking forward to about your wedding day 
I think the fact that we're going to have everyone we want there, we're not having to think you can't come because we can't afford you to yeah. be there. We can't fit you in. We can't fit you in. Yeah. Everyone who wants to be there will be there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, as we, we, everyone knows how much we love each other. But I think it's a celebration of the love we've got for everyone else as well as for yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. I know it sounds cheesy, but. Yeah. And I think I think it's just going to be for me. It's just the like it's almost like my dream coming true. Like I feel like I've put so much into it, and it's going to be amazing to see it all come to life. I think the other thing for us is we're having really really personal um, elements within the wedding. So we're getting married outdoors, and it's not a legal ceremony. So John's auntie is actually going to be doing uh. our. Awesome- so we're currently writing all of the script, aren't we, with um, Auntie Jane, and she's doing all of our ceremony. Um, and my nephew's going to be playing um, oh, my like my entrance music on the piano. Oh, lovely! Uh, yeah, so I feel like it's just a real family and friend affair. I've got like seven seven bridesmaids, uh, well, seven big bridesmaids and two little ones. So I feel like it's it's just going to be such a lovely day with everyone coming together. And I think. Just excited think, to marry you as well. I think because Lucy have followed a similar path in life. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few girlfriends, which I thought at one time, yeah, they'd be the one. But then you're not supposed to speak about girlfriends. <laughs> no, we need to like rein this in now, John. <laughs> we don't want this in your speech. <laughs> so it's kind of a case of like we've 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 met each other for a reason. Yeah, and. This reason is going to be that wedding. But... <laughs> He's the cheesy one. <laughs> yeah, we're pro- we are proper role reversal there. I mean, very cheesy, but you know what can I say? You're lovely. <laughs> you obviously a perfect match in a little jigsaw. I think we're quite like we're all very opposite, aren't we? Um, and I actually think that that re- works, doesn't it? Really well. Like it really complements. We really complement each other, which I think is really nice. So I think for me, like yeah, I. I got to that point where I was like, come on, Lucy, I think now is time to find someone nice. Like when I saw him for the first time and I, and I thought he looked like um, Simon, Simon yeah. from the... In between us. Yeah, I did think, what am I doing? And to then be I, fair, though, I did call myself on the first date. I said, I know I look like Simon from the <laughs> Yeah, I think, and I saw the sex in the, the city box that I should have ran at that point, but I think I knew that he was uh, just such a nice guy, which which is, yeah, I think has made it really, hasn't it? I think the ability is when we go out with our friends that we laugh uncontrollably until we can't breathe. Yeah, yeah, you know that it's right. Yeah. yeah, which is nice. Oh, that's so sweet, you guys. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, and I'm thinking, let's get you guys on again after your wedding in August next year, and you can let us know how all the floral installations went and how the food tasted and stuff like that. Definitely, yeah, that would be fabulous. So, yeah, can't wait for it all to happen. And yeah, we'd love to share. Share. Hopefully, it goes as smoothly as we're planning it to, so we can share that with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you so much to you guys as well for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow.